0: Hey, Village Church Q&A podcast listeners. This is Dan Luders, producer of the podcast, and I'm here to let you know that we will be taking some time off for the summer. We'll be back with a brand spanking new episode on Wednesday, August 15th. Don't miss it. It'll be a doozy.
1: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content, to make
0: disciples who will go, grow and overcome. Thanks for joining us at the Village Church Q&A podcast, Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. We're dealing with all kinds of questions and this one is interesting because we have dealt almost with this question, but I'm not sure we've dealt with it specifically. So here's the question, Michael. What does it mean to be born again? So Jesus says to
1: Nicodemus in uh, John 3, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Then he says, don't marvel that I said to you, you must be, quote, born again. Born again. Born again. (laughs) Can't talk. Uh The idea here is that you are born anew by the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So you're born as a human being in the flesh, and you're born into sin, all that other stuff that goes with that. But what he's trying to say to him is that, what you need right now is new life, which only happens through the Spirit of God, when you trust in Jesus Christ. So the the principle of being born again is another way of saying you need to be saved. Yeah. You need to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. You need to be made right with God. You need to be justified. You need to be reconciled. I mean, you can use all these different words. They're all kind of pointing back to this same event where a human being placed trust in Jesus Christ and then... The response to that, if you will, is that God gives you the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and you are born again into the Spirit.
0: The Bible says that before we come to faith in Jesus, we are spiritually dead. Yep, That's exactly what Ephesians 2 says. As for you, you were dead in your trespasses and sin. Before you come to faith in Christ, you are spiritually dead. And the only way to be made alive is through the spirit. The spirit is the only one that can quicken or make alive our spiritual dimension of a human being. Yep. So when you're born,
1: you go from darkness in the womb to light, right? That's your first birth, right? It's not conceived again. It's born again. It's Mm -hmm. this idea that all of a sudden light in your eye and it changes everything you see, right? Right. When you're born again, you're in spiritual darkness and you are brought into spiritual light. And that birth process happens by the Holy Spirit. And he allows you to see, to be alive, to mm-hmm. function, to breathe on your, you know, to breathe again. It's like, and that's that's kind of the picture here is that being born again, it's, it's a, you were dark and now you're coming into
0: life. The whole aspect of being born again or quickened, made alive spiritually is that now we can see things as God can see things. We can understand things from Scripture that were hidden before. We understand that the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict me of sin and draw me closer to my Heavenly Father. And before that new birth, that's impossible. It can't happen.
1: So the person goes on to say, I don't know what they mean, but I might know what they mean. They said, what does it mean to be born again? Is it when we accept Christ or when our spirits are renewed by receiving the Holy Spirit. So there's one or two interpretations of yeah. this. Both, I think, are probably not right. <laughs> um, the first is that there's a, a gap between when you trust in Christ and when you receive the Holy Spirit. That's not true.
0: No. It happens simultaneously.
1: Simultaneously. And then the, the second option would be that you can— Trust in Christ, and, and maybe there's a, this idea of a second baptism of the Holy Spirit or something, and that's when you're born again. That's also wrong. And I just come back to this issue that if someone has faith in Jesus Christ, they have the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The two are necessarily connected. You can't have one without the other. So mm. when you trust in Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. And you are born again, saved, et cetera. You've gone from darkness into light. You're like a baby who's come to the birth canal and now the, the beauty of the world and light is shining in your eyes and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah,
0: born again is good. I think that phrase was thrown around and abused so often a few years yeah. ago. You got to be born again. But be born again. Be born again. Well, you know, <laughs> people are like, well, what are you <laughs> talking what do you, what do you about?
1: mean? This is where the church can just do itself a disservice at times. We've been talking at Village Church in our sermons about when we go from the cultural majority to the cultural minority. And one of the ways you know that is biblical vocabulary and lingo. They don't even mean anything because people have no point of reference to it. Yeah,
0: people don't know what that means. Yeah,
1: 50 years ago, you probably could have asked most Americans and said, like, what does it mean to be born again? And they could probably give you some kind of reference. Oh,
0: you're quoting the Bible.
1: Right. And now people are like, like, what? What is that? I think religious people use that to be weird. So just recognizing that, like, we continue to use vocabulary as culture is transitioning, that means nothing it means to nothing. them.
0: And as Christians, we have to change our vocabulary and our approach in which we share this truth. But we've got to be careful using that biblical terminology to a culture that doesn't understand it.
1: It's like what my wife says to you when, when you're trying to explain to her what's wrong with her car. <laughs> yes. She's like, speak to me like I'm an idiot. You yeah. see this little circular thing here? Uh, I can't, <laughs> you see that I, black I liquid? That's called oil. <laughs> I can't use my mechanic terminology. Yes. Like, you know, if she grew up a mechanic, you could, but she didn't. So right. she has no point of reference yeah, to the exactly information. Right. And then if we want to actually communicate the gospel, people have this idea that as long as I just tell them the gospel, the gospel will do its work. Well, I could go to you and speak to you in French. It doesn't mean the gospel is going to have any impact. I right. Know because you don't understand, you don't understand it. it. And so one of the rules is that gospel proclamation for it to be effective requires understanding, understanding. which means that, oftentimes we can have a good motivation in what we're doing but have a wrong execution yeah. or application yeah. that bears zero fruit and then we just love to tell ourselves but I, I preach the gospel well yeah that's a foreign language so you we know, like
0: preach the gospel you might say
1: to them trust in Jesus and they might think Jesus is their Hispanic neighbor who lives next to them you know like yeah, yeah I'm, that's a dumb illustration but you're assuming they even know who he is to have a point of reference to the guy yeah
0: you can't tell a child Ask Jesus into your heart. Oh, yeah. Because they're taking that literally. What does that mean? Ask Jesus in my heart. How does Jesus come inside and live into this thing that pumps blood? Again, we've got to be careful using terminology that's not understood.
1: You need to accept the great shepherd of the sheep into your soul, (laughs) into your heart and he will be there and then i imagine little kids will like jesus with the staff is in here you yeah. know when and they I'm feel things he's
0: like you know yeah. well please come back next time when we answer another question which will be how do you prove the existence of the trinity